Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. I tried out for cheerleading six times. Six times. My destiny was to be a cheerleader. I am peppy and encouraging AF. What I didn't have was strength, flexibility, tumbling skills, or dance moves. I also did not have the tiny body needed to be thrown into the air. But I made it that sixth time. And I want to say something like, I stuck at it. I followed my dreams and made them a reality. But that is not exactly true. What really happened is that by my freshman year in high school, I had given up on the dream. And then one day, someone came into my classroom and basically announced that the cheer tryout turnout was low and they needed people. They needed cheerleaders. This was my in. So I tried out and I did my best. And for the next three years of high school, I worked my ass off and I learned how to blend in with the other members of the team and not completely embarrass them. Here's some notes from that time. Don't you feel so wanted around the cheerleaders? They make me feel like I'm not good enough or not worthy of being their friend. They're always doing cheers constantly. It drives me nuts. This is me responding to another girl who made it that year. Well, yeah, I'm excited. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. This cheer thing is weird. I never thought I'd do it, you know? My parents were happy, but not happy to dish out $700. Are yours? I think our squad can be really good, and Haley and that girl Sharon can tumble, plus we get to go to the beach for camp. me how in teen movies the pretty mean bitchy girl is always a cheerleader because there are mean girls in all high school groups and there are also cheerleaders who are nice and average looking so here are some alternatives to that stereotype first up my sister holly dude Joining cheer was awesome. Okay, this was one thing that going to a small private school was really awesome for. So, um... Because you're, like, so not a cheerleader. No, 100% not a cheerleader. At all. I mean, you're tiny. But beyond that, nothing. Yeah, so I started my freshman year and was very much, like, the goth chick. And my best friend was the goth chick, and we dated a couple of seniors, and we were the weird goth chicks who dated seniors. Um, and my sister wanted me to try out for a cheer, and I was I like, obviously, I'm not going to do that because I'm the goth chick. Yes. And then I was a sophomore, and maybe more comfortable in my skin, maybe more accepting of the fact that I was going to a private Christian high school, even though I didn't want to. Um, and my sister wanted me to try out for a cheer. And at that point, 
it was kind of punk rock. A little bit. Yeah, because, like, what's punk? Like, Mm -hmm. it's about going against societal norms. Mm -hmm. So as the alternative chick in the tiny religious high school, there was nothing more punk rock than trying out for the cheer team. (laughs) For real, though. For real. Yeah, so I don't even really remember anything about tryouts. I mean, I'm pretty sure I just, like, so peer pressured you. Yeah, but, like, also it was a cool thing because – We were far enough apart in age when I was younger that we weren't close. Right. And so we didn't necessarily get close until you went away from school. For school. And then you would write me like postcards from college and that was cool. And then when I became a teenager, we were getting to the point where mentally we could be on the same level. Right. And so... When I was a sophomore, it was kind of at that point where it was super punk rock to go against the alternative culture and try out for a chair. Right. (laughs) And it was also a way to spend time with my big sister and bond. Yes. Which was kind of like a new relationship because we had just reached that level where we could be kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, And it was awesome. Yeah. It was so awesome. I... Easily made um, one of my best friends for life on that cheer team. And I don't know that we would have been friends otherwise because Mm -hmm. we're very different, which has been fantastic for me because I'm very judgmental and very hateful. (laughs) (laughs) And she's not. And she's not. (laughs) She's a saint. And so, I, you know, sometimes I have to be like, oh, my God. I'm sorry, I'm horrible. Will you take me back? <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, because I'm amazing. And I still love you. Yeah. Yeah, and she's so bubbly and so happy and, like, very much a cheerleading personality. Like, I feel like she is still my cheerleader to yeah. this day. So, yeah, that was really fun. And then I feel like it kind of – I don't know. Maybe this sounds – pompous but I feel like it kind of set a precedent in that school because it was so small right that like it was like hey this is a thing that's for everyone exactly and so there was definitely um lower classmen that came after me that maybe were a little bit counterculture or just otherwise didn't fit the stereotype Mm -hmm. that were then able to I don't know, maybe have the confidence for or whatever. I'm not going to be that pompous. They just, they, you know, felt comfortable trying out for it and joined the team. And, you know, hopefully it was a great experience for them too. So, she's a trendsetter. Yeah, I love it. Super pompous and fooled myself. (laughs) I'm certainly not going to claim to be like the number one cheer coach. Um, But you were. But I remember, like, we had an advisor, right? Like, a Mm -hmm. very wise woman, lots Mm -hmm. of experience. And she was very old-fashioned. And also old-fashioned and also... In a lot of ways. And also talented. Like, you know, (laughs) there's pros and cons. But... I made you and your friend, the bu- the bubbly saint yes. friend, yes. captains. 
Yeah. Co-captains. Co-captains. And... Of JV. JV. (laughs) (laughs) Of JV, exactly. And the advisor was like, well, are you sure about Holly? You know, because basically, like, she doesn't necessarily have the religious alignment that we would want her to have. And I was like, uh, duh. (laughs) (laughs) I, I didn't feel like it was because we were sisters. I felt like you and your friend, based on literally the description that you just gave yourself, were the perfect captains. Like, I feel like a combination of ideas and how you look at the world and how you approach yourself and how you work with each other makes good leadership. Totally. And you were... 14, 15, whatever, whatever, whatever it was. Yeah. But like, that's a good leadership style, a different way of looking at things and the ability to talk to each other Mm -hmm. about the different ways that you look at things. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I told her, (laughs) (laughs) yes, they're good (laughs) co-captains. You might remember Brandy from episode five, Loyalty Situation. Here she is. So you told me earlier that you're an introvert, Mm -hmm. which I pretty much don't believe. Every test, Abby, that I've ever, every personality test that I've ever taken, I am an introvert. You're an introvert. Okay. Mm -hmm. Were these all online tests? Mostly, yes. Yeah. (laughs) Are there any other kind? (laughs) So were you confident in middle school? I think I was able to put on more of an air of confidence uh-huh. in middle school. That counts as confidence, I think. But I don't know that I was truly confident. I wasn't one of those girls like calling the shots or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. I was a little more of a follower. How did you go from being a flautist to being a cheerleader? I was, I didn't go from it. I was at the same time. Same time. Okay. Yeah, Stacy and I were both in the marching band and on the cheer team at the same time. So we would we would cheer the first quarter, half of the second quarter. We'd leave halfway through the second quarter, go grab our instruments, put them together, go with the marching band, warm up. We were the only two girls out on the field in our cheer uniforms with the rest of the band in their marching band uniforms. Mm-hmm. We would perform the halftime show. We'd go throw our flutes at our moms. They'd put them away. We'd go grab the run-through sign, do the run-through sign after halftime, and then we'd cheer the rest of the game. Oh, my gosh. I kind of love that because I feel like in all these high school movies, it's so divided. You know, you're only in band. You're only a cheerleader. Like, you're only popular or not popular or party or partier or mm-hmm. not, which is kind of BS, you know. Most kids have an opportunity to, to play in all those fields. So how come your school was like that, that you could do all the things? Because we were all nerds. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we were a gate school, so – you're ready you're ready dealing with a subset of kids that operated in a different norm yeah like we were very even though the whole purpose and intent of having um computech kind of integrated into edison was to kind of sh- like diversify and even out the student population it was still very segregated in terms of like this was computech this was regular edison high school mm-hmm and that's ri- the middle school and the high school and even the high school yeah yeah middle school was all computech 
there were no neighborhood kids. When you got into high school, you had neighborhood kids and you had Computech people. Okay, so Computech is like a charter, like you have to mm-hmm. like apply to go yeah. there. I came to visit my friend Sarah, who was one of my best friends growing up. We're sitting in her backyard in Southern California, and she's got three kids and two dogs and a husband, and they're running around, and the wind is blowing, and her daughter is singing, and it's a lot. But Sarah is calm under pressure at all times, which is part of what made her a really awesome cheerleader. She and I cheered together in high school. And we had a special cheer bond, that between a flyer and a base. My job was to keep my hands up, and if she came hurtling towards the ground, I had to catch her. And I did almost every time. Sarah has been in high school education for 18 years, 10 of which she coached or advised cheerleading. So I wanted to reminisce about our experiences and pick her brain about how cheerleading has evolved since then. We have a giant pile of high school notes in front of us, so you're going to hear us unfolding them and paper crinkling. Okay, so do you remember when we tried out and finally made it? Yes. (laughs) So you tried out three times and got denied. I tried out in seventh grade, eighth grade, and ninth grade and did not make it. Mm -hmm. And how did you feel about that? I was bummed, but it wasn't horrible because other people weren't on it either. None of my close friends were on it. No. What made you even want to do it? Well, this is a family tradition. Oh, right. Everyone. Big sissy. Big sis. Yeah. I Continue the legacy. (laughs) Remember being crazy excited, but not, I'm not really highly emotional about anything, so I wasn't ecstatic but I was excited are you now looking back happy that you started cheering like do you feel like it impacted your life or it was not a big deal it was a major impact on my life I cheered in high school and then cheered on the all-star team then that team got me a tryout for college okay so Sarah's dogs are getting a little bit crazy right now so let me just give you the high level of what she's talking about So because she was on that all-star team, she ended up cheering in college. She got a 50% college scholarship for Vanguard University. And then because she was on a college cheer team, she ended up working for NCA, which is the National Cheerleading Association. And she was able to travel all over, and it was her summer job. And then through her work with NCA, she worked on high school campuses. And then that led to... I realized that's when I wanted to stay and work at high school forever. My gosh. So, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was a very large impact on my life. Holy cow. Yeah. What did you like about it? I don't know. I think it was more just the camaraderie, like just being part of something, working towards something. It was always a random group of people. Like every new team I was on was Like a random group of people, but all of a sudden you're bonded and you're friends. Like, suddenly, almost. There's inappropriate touching of places. It's time to cheer. In college, cheer and co-ed cheer, I mean, you just get very comfortable very quickly with people. There's a lot of body touching. Yeah. Yeah. And we had this conversation at work about that, how I had to learn later. Some people have a very large don't-touch-me range. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And personal touch is very not okay and not something that's comfortable for them Mm -hmm. but I coached and grew up 
with that all the time, it was a very comfortable thing to have physical touch mm-hmm. all around you. Mm-hmm. So that's something I had to, I feel like, learn later that not everyone is like that. Not everyone, right. like, is comfortable with that. I mean, I feel like even, and maybe this is totally normal, I don't know, but I feel like even our friendships, we were touchy. Yeah. We, we had no problem yeah. laying on each other, sleeping in the same bed. I would, like, make Tanya hold my hand, yes. like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> holding hands was a very large part of our high school <laughs> yeah. experience. <laughs> no, it's true. What's your best cheer memory? Oh, my gosh. Don't remember too many things. But you've spent, like, three quarters of your adult life cheering, so. Completely. I mean, I would say definitely, like, going back to nationals, and we were right up there in the running for first and second. That was, like, a big deal and, like, really exciting, and we were really, like, our team was really bonded. And, unfortunately, we did not get first. Yeah, so that's, like, the second. Big, we got second. Congratulations. Like, a big memory. Yeah. Yeah, Cheer Empire from Orange County beat us out. <laughs> well, the little they're Cheer Empire, they're so. <laughs> Empire's in their name. <laughs> I think on the coaching side, I felt very fulfilled or, like, valued when I was able to, like, personally connect with the girls mm-hmm. in those ways. Mm-hmm. And there were more teams that were needier in that way than other teams. Right. So I think the ones I always felt that I was making a bigger impact were the ones that I, like, that needed me more. Right. There were some teams that just didn't need me mm-hmm. in their lives. They had so many other people in their lives. Right. You know, and so much support. And then there's other places I coach that just didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, like, funny memories. Yeah. Fun times. Like when you and I forgot our cheer skirts when we went to competition. <laughs> we had them hanging up and we did not grab them. I do remember that. And I remember calling from the payphone, begging my parents to bring me my skirt. And Absolutely. No. Of course. They said that is no. exactly what I would say <laughs> if my child called me. They said, figure it out. And we did. We figured it yeah. out. Thank you Clovis. to whoever in yeah. Clovis loaned us their skirts. Yeah. <laughs> They were, like, one color off. They were. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Also, no. did we win? I feel like we won. We might have. Despite the skirt The knee-length cheer skirt I was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't fit. What was the hardest thing that you did in cheer? When I was started cheering in college, and it was kind of a over-promise, under-deliver program. Mm-hmm. All these things were going to happen. All these people were coming from... All over the country, trying out by videotape, and then I got to school, and that was not the case. Mm. But then I realized I wasn't there for that. I was there for my education. Right, correct. You're fifty percent off education. Fifty percent off. <laughs> yeah. Once I put that into kind of reality, like, okay, this is gonna just be fun. But it was hard. It was hard working with people that hadn't done a lot of stuff, and so like you're teaching them and getting hurt at the same time. Because right. They don't know how to do things, so I think that year I broke my toe. Um, I had a concussion. I am very over-trusting of people, and because I had cheered with people that I trusted, I think I realized that year, like, you can't. Like, you have to say no. You have to have boundaries. You right. have to, like... Protect yourself. Yeah, protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we're not going to try that. We're not doing that. And that wasn't something that came easily to me because mm-hmm. I just didn't do that prior. So you broke your toe. Broke you got a concussion. Yes. When we were on JV, you broke your arm. That's burned into my memory. <laughs> I did. Because I felt like it was my fault and it was horrible. 
I just remember laying on the floor of the multi-purpose room with both arms like crumpled, going, "What just happened?" <laughs> and yeah, what were we? Were we even trying to do something complicated? I probably tried to save myself. I don't know. Terrible. So yes, I had um, a broken wrist and a broken elbow or chipped elbow. I competed with mm-hmm. a cast on and then an elbow that would not lock out, which is obviously a problem in cheer. Correct. So. <laughs> and it still pops. I don't remember that being like the worst thing though, honestly. Good. All the I'm <laughs> so really glad. I'm glad. Yes, yeah, so don't worry. It did not traumatize me. Okay. Hit <laughs> other injuries along the way. Right. So is cheerleading still, I mean, at one point it was like the most dangerous high school sport with like greatest mortality rate and stuff? I don't know. I mean, I know they've really regulated it. I feel like when we did it, it was like, let's try this. Let's do this. Like, let's just try it out and see what happens. Right. Coaches need to be certified now and go to training. And there's like concussion protocols now mm-hmm. that they all have to be trained in. And I feel like the rules have gotten tighter on at least high school cheer. Well, it's kind of interesting. Like, basically, the sport of cheerleading was being created in the 90s. Like, it was literally being invented. In the late 90s, when we went to USA Nationals for All-Stars, it was, like, one of the first couple years that it had existed. Mm -hmm. It was just small, medium, and large. Mm -hmm. Now there's levels and levels of, you know, skill, and there's level 1 to level 10, and Mm -hmm. it's, like, blown up. Right. It's crazy now. Such a different world. Why do you feel like the look of cheerleading has not evolved? I feel like it has evolved to a crazy place that I'm not a fan (laughs) of. Right? Where it's the look at me, look what I can do, how much makeup can I put on, how tall can my bow be, like how much glitter can I put on my face, like how extreme can our uniforms be it's crazy that to me i have no appeal for no and that's what like all these youtube videos and these little girls like my daughter watches and she sees that that that's what it is right because then it's like pageantry right completely yeah and like i see high school programs are trying to be more all-star-ish and so they there's like this performance material and it is not flattering on every girl yeah it is horrible for most body types and putting all girls in that I feel is just wrong it in a high school program where it's supposed to be you know inclusive right. and like open to all yes but what is it like what kind of it's just thin it's like nylon yeah those outfits are horrible yeah it's, and it's like performance stretchy and okay gives and okay so allegedly fit. more for that purpose like working yeah, out movement movement correct yeah. i don't know i mean i just see more of that you want this oh. burger and fries you want half a hamburger absolutely yes we'll say about our high school our advisor was all about that like it needs to look good on everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to feel good in it. And I feel like that's gone away. Right. I do feel like our coach mm-hmm. was a good coach as far as like 
building a team, right? Mm-hmm. And being really encouraging. I mean, we mm-hmm. got like every game mm-hmm. those little notes mm-hmm. with our the special poem about mm-hmm. ourselves and I think she did a really good job with that. Mm-hmm. I never felt like there was any kind of internal competition Mm-mm. between any of us. No. I mean, she made it very clear that we were there as a service mm-hmm. to the school mm-hmm. and a service to the sports teams mm-hmm. that we cheered for. So it was never about us. No. Nothing was. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's all good, but it definitely made it, I don't know. I think it took away a lot of the egos and stuff that get into it. No, I would agree. And I feel like I coached like that a lot as well. But I think it did help with the entitlement. Right. I didn't feel entitled to things. Like, we deserved it. We deserved to be or do or go. And I definitely see that as the years have gone on and just working in multiple schools, multiple programs, that entitlement is massive. Well, even that very basic idea of you're better than someone else or mm-hmm. anyone else or deserve anything yeah like that was not Mm-mm. no I don't feel like there was any of that idea and if there was Miss Mack would have uh-huh. smacked that thought mm-hmm. right out of your head yes with a bible with the, verse with the sword of the lord <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she would have uh-huh I do go back and forth with that because I see I've seen so many programs or groups that yeah they feel like they deserve to go to the away game in some great destination because they have been at the other games so I kind of struggle with that just we weren't coached like that we didn't demand things and expect things from the school I feel like we worked for everything and even to go to nationals like we paid our own way and but there's definitely something to be said about rising it to the level of other sport right yeah there's definitely the equality Mm -hmm. I mean you can get into any argument with any coach on a campus about the old is cheer sport really argument still there's still it's still there oh yeah and it really depends on their experiences with their programs and what they do Mm -hmm. and if they sideline cheer at football yeah i don't see that as a sport they're not doing anything above and beyond but if you're in a highly competitive program that is going above and beyond and putting in extra hours and doing things that other programs don't do and competing, then yes, that's a whole different program. But there's no, I think, delineation between that sometimes at schools. And so I think that's something that is important to kind of uh, Yeah, see. I feel like to be taken seriously uh-huh. as your own sport, you have to stop cheerleading Mm -hmm. at other sports teams (laughs) right like there's no purpose Mm -hmm. to do that I mean it's a nice to have yeah I think I think when you go to football game it's like Uh nice to have cheer but it's Mm -hmm. also confusing for for people Mm -hmm. they don't understand you're a sport in your own right aside from this Mm -hmm. nice thing that you're doing for football (laughs) exactly and CIF has come a long way I mean they've recognized the cheer as a sport they've created season of sport and guidelines for cheer and competition with NCIF so I think that's come a long way it's actually regulated and they're held to the same standard as any athlete with eligibility and grades and all of that and that didn't happen as of you know four years ago right so and some schools have two teams they have like the competitive team and the sideline team yeah absolutely which I'm all about like giving more girls the opportunity and boys and boys yeah yeah I was at one school, I'll never forget, we were doing tryouts, I was judging, and the principal came in and said, 
why not give every girl their dream of being a cheerleader? And it was like, yeah, why not? I didn't realize it was such a big deal, but for so many girls, it is a big deal. And why not let them have that opportunity? And on that, at that school, the teams were like 40. So it gave everyone and like live their dream to be a cheerleader. Yeah. Like, why not? If it's such a big stigma right. in high school or something that divides the popular ones mm-hmm. from not or whatever. But couldn't you say the same thing it. about like a basketball team? Yeah. Let everyone play. Yeah. And I think at certain age levels, that's should be the case. Yeah. Elementary for sure. Yeah. <laughs> like let them all play. They want to play, let them play. Give them an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, with cheer, because it's not so organized at the elementary, high school is their first opportunity to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like the idea of having like a competitive team that that's what you do mm-hmm. and then have a team that mm-hmm. cheers at games. I wasn't necessarily into the <laughs> competitive performance right. and I'm super glad I had that experience like mm-hmm. that I I pushed myself physically which I don't <laughs> like to which, do which I don't like to do and I'm really glad that I mm-hmm. had the opportunity but I probably would have been just as happy mm-hmm. cheering on the sidelines you mm-hmm. know I didn't need to be an aggro athlete mm-hmm. like you <laughs> yeah and I my personality is not one of being competitive at all so if I hadn't been given that opportunity I probably wouldn't have done it myself I seriously, though, I walked in that gym, and I haven't been in an all-star gym in years, and they were, like, cleaning a routine, and I was like, oh, my gosh, the the time mm-hmm. and the years I did that, like, mm-hmm. counting and mm-hmm. stopping and restart and slow it down and do it one at a time and do it as a group and do it with music, and I thought, it's a grind. Yeah. It's not for everyone. Because you could get bored of that really quick. I see my daughter being over that. Like, I don't want to perfect a clap Mm -hmm. for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which we do have the perfect claps. (laughs) Yes. And don't forget, claps are different. (laughs) We did it. We did it over and over and over. Yeah. But watching it now from the outside, when you're not living it, it's just really interesting to see. Mm -hmm. It's not for everyone. Yeah. That is for sure. Well, and it's weird. I mean, I feel like anything, people get into a thing Mm -hmm. really intensely and love it and invest their life in it. And it's always super weird from the outside. Yeah. Right? True. (laughs) Yeah. And now they have um, a new sport popping up called Stunt. All just stunts. Yeah. It's more athletic. That's the side I loved. I didn't like the showy, like, that's why I don't understand the glitter and the lipstick and the makeup. That side, I don't, I just don't, yeah. I would love to see more of that at the high school level than the other. But it's like their homecoming performance for cheer. The music was, look at me, get the trophy. Like, that's all it said in the music. Look at me, go for the trophy, go for the trophy, look at me. What is this? Like, it was all this, like, diva like yeah it's like a caricature of cheer right Mm -hmm. it's like what it would look like on a tv show it's like a stereotypical yeah yes exactly Mm -hmm. you know like my daughter who's seven watching these youtube videos and they follow them around and they film and then they take that and like that's what they're supposed to be and it's so not i mean i guess it is (laughs) 
After high school, I coached cheerleading for seven years. And it was so much fun and it was so challenging and I learned a lot about myself. And I can honestly remember the faces of every person on my team. Each of them were different and they brought different personalities and skills and made the team whole. When I tried out the fifth time in eighth grade, my best friend told me that the coach said that I didn't have the thighs for a cheer skirt. This information actually made it back to the principal and they had to have a conversation about it. As the parent of a tween myself, I wonder how she rationalized saying something like that about an eighth grader. But my kid's not going to be a cheerleader. And that's a-okay with me. Because regardless of her extracurricular activities, she's going to grow up and be the kind of person that actually spreads cheer. Cheer. <laughs>